Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the So She Slay Show. I'm Heather. I'm Chauncey. We're so excited to have Dr. Amy Shaw here today. Like, she's one of my favorite doctors, honestly. Like, I follow her on Instagram. Like, she's amazing. And welcome to the So She Slay Show. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Awesome. So, I mean, you're here to talk to us about your book, which uh, has the catchiest title there is, <laughs> uh, and which I say all the time. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about your book? Yeah. <laughs> and, tell the, and of course, tell us your title of the book, too. Yeah. The title of the book is I'm So Effing Tired. Um, this is something that we hear um, in our offices and we tell each other in our private um, homes and with our friends, we're always talking about how we're so effing tired. So I was so curious when I was in my burnout fatigue um, zone, I wanted to see, is this something that other people suffer with? So I checked and it looks like the statistics, even before the pandemic, we were suffering 69% of women said they suffer from fatigue and stress-related uh, disorders. And this is a lot higher than men. It's 19% higher than men, 50% of men. So a lot of men suffer as well, but the difference is huge. Um, it's 19%. And in a time of a pandemic, like this past year, this has gone up even more. We have seen 33% increase in burnout and fatigue. So we know that this is a problem of epidemic proportions. So now we realize, okay, wait, what's going on? Because we've traveled less, we've done less this year, like, you know, supposedly not been moving around, but we're more burned out and more fatigued. So there's mm -hmm. gotta be more to this than just being busy. Um, so that's what I kind of go into in the book. Why we're so effing tired, um, what's broken, because the more we can have a conversation about this, the better chance we have to fix it. And then I talk about a done for you kind of solution plan that worked for me. And I basically make it so that it's easy, um, lifestyle, diet, um, what you can be doing for yourself to improve yourself. One of the biggest things I talk about is daylight and darkness. So one of the things we're doing so wrong in our world is that we're getting a ton of light late into the night. Um, this is the blue lights from computers and the screen. Screen time. Yeah, and then we're getting very little natural light during the day. We just don't even think about it, but it's not enough to get it from the, the window or you know just seeing a bright light overhead. You really do have to get that natural light into your retina so it can send signals to your brain. And that itself helps you feel more alert and awake and less burned out. Yeah, I mean, you go on to talk about a lot of different things in this book. And, you know, in reading it, I really loved how you kind of used your own personal uh, stories and your family struggles. And even, I mean, you wanna start the book off like intense, that car crash that you had, that wake up call, like was crazy. Um, but I know a lot of us can relate to that. You know, Chauncey and I, we both, you know, so she slays is something is like our second full time job, we both have other jobs that we do as well. And I know, you know, right now, that's a lot of different people or, a, or there's even like a lot of different stresses that are happening right now. And, yes. and I kind of feel like right now, most people are, are in the air when it comes to their energy, their stress levels, sleeping, what they're eating, like all of that stuff. 
So I kind of want to dive into like the higher points in the book. Now you have a plan in there called the WTF plan. So can <laughs> I we, love it. Can, like love WTF it. is the WTF fan, uh, plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And honestly, what I tried to do is try to make the plan as easy and as you know done for you as possible because we are so tired and burnt out. Like I really had struggled myself with places that said, you need to meditate 60 minutes twice a day. You need to eat only like organic, you know, hemp seeds or whatever. And I was like, you know, I, I feel like that just puts more on your plate. What we're trying to do is do like very simple things. Um, mm -hmm. It should be easy. It should not take like your daylight exposure that I'm talking about should not take more than one to three minutes a day. Your mindfulness should not take more than one to three minutes a day. Doing circadian rhythms, doing circadian fasting, for example, where you just stop eating overnight, that is something that, you know, takes maybe five minutes of thought, say, hey, you know, I'm going to not eat that late night snack or I'm going to have a full night of sleep and maybe give myself 12 hours before I have meals. These are simple steps. I mean, I think we can all do that. Um, those are the kind of things I really emphasize um, in the book because, and, and of course, mindset. I think what we don't realize is that our energy is our currency and where, where we're spending it and who we're giving it to is depleting us every single day. And every single morning we wake up with a certain energy bank and then we deplete it um, way before the end of the day. And we end up being really tired and dragging for the rest of the day. We're making tons of decisions. We're letting notifications take our attention away. We're giving our energy to people who are like toxic for us. And all of that is a huge part. It's not just like what you eat um, and sunlight and sleep. It's a lot of this is energy management for, in your head. Yeah. I mean, you talked yes. a little bit about it and we're, we're going to hit it again. <laughs> I mean, energy management is something that Chelsea and I talk about a lot. I mean, you, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like you definitely, you talk about something called the energy trifecta. Yeah. Now one, what is it? <laughs> Two, like, how do we implement that the best way that we can? I mean, yeah. obviously your book's going to cover it, but yeah, just give us like a little hint, a little tip. Yeah, no, yeah. And I want to give people as much information as I can, because I think that the real message here is to recognize a problem and to, to have this conversation amongst yourselves and also with your employers and with each other and the policymakers um, and trying to say, hey, maybe there's something we can do for women or for the population at whole that's actually going to help them more than a training session in, you know, uh, burnout or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Story of my life. Please, yeah. please. Like, you don't need oh. a Zoom session uh, on no. something. So um, energy trifecta. This is a concept is that your brain sits in the middle of this triangle and the triangle, the three parts of the triangle is gut health, hormone health, and immune health. And the reason why I explain it that way is because you might say, oh, my hormones are so imbalanced. Like I'm having such bad PMS this a month or my cycles are off. 
but then that relates to bloating. And all of a sudden you also have bloating and constipation, but then you're like, wait, is it my gut health that I also have inflammation? Like everybody's like, oh, I'm so, and what I realized is they're all the same thing. They're part of the same triangle and the brain is in the middle hearing all of this crosstalk. So if you are inflamed because you're eating a poor diet, you're going to have poor hormone health and you're going to have poor gut health. And if you're have poor gut health, because you eat, you, you know, you had six antibiotics this year, then you're going to have poor hormone health and you're going to be inflamed. Your brain is feeling all of that. And it feels tired and burned out and stressed when any of those three sides are imbalanced. So what I mean is like, you can't just say, Oh, I have adrenal fatigue. Let me just take uh, 10 supplements and I should be better. No, it's like, you have to actually fix the gut health and you have to fix the inflammation. And luckily the same kind of things fix all three, eating a better diet, sleeping, energy management, stress relief, mindfulness. Um, and you know, some of the things I talk about, the things that you should be eating are very, very simple things, but they really improve all three parts of the triangle. Um, and your mindset tips that uh, the fix all three. Um, those are the things that I kind of try to um, touch on because that's where we can make the big difference. No, when reading your book, I read that part and I was actually so like, it hit so home to me at the time because I was reading it last week and I was burnt out, like mentally, physically, my gut was a mess. Like I was PMSing. I was a, I was a wreck last week. Let's just be honest. I was a wreck, but reading your book, it all made sense to me. I was like, it's a trifecta of like what I need to do. So like, honestly, like that part of the book was like, I can honestly say it helped me a lot because it made me realize I need to fix these things to make these things work better. So thank you. Yeah. But I needed it last week. It was a, it was a rough week. Yeah, and I, I think we all come back to that problem because, you know, with this book launch, um, I have had to really kind of look into, hey, how do I recalibrate this? Because I'm feeling a lot of stress. It's disturbing my sleep. My gut health is not good. So I have to, we're always trying to recalibrate. There's no like, and you're not at the top of the mountain and then you just like sit there. Um, obviously like just like success, just like anything, uh, fitness, you constantly need to work at this every single day for it to be um, you know, working properly. But once you figure out that this is the problem, then you actually know what to do. I felt when I was in my dark place, I really had nowhere to turn. There was nobody telling me, hey, this is what you need to do. Or, hey, maybe this is the problem. It was just like, well, your blood tests are normal. So it must be just that, you know, you're getting older, you have these kids, you know, you're working really hard. And I was like, wait, so that's, that's it. There's no other like tools or something I could do. Um, and that's where I think this conversation needs to be had. Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, I'm sure there is one mom's, two dads, and everyone else out there who, like, I mean, I know come 3.30, I, like, my energy level is really down. And that's when people start reaching for the caffeine, reaching for the sweet. sugar, and all, all the stuff to try and get you through the last two to three hours of your day, whether it be a work day or not, before you can go home. And then you're just like, then I don't know about you. Like I've talked to Chauncey and I'm like, oh, I'm on my third wave of energy right now. So like, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to do yeah. everything I need to do before I drop dead again. Yes. I, and it's, it's just like how there has to be a better way. And I'm so glad that you are addressing this. Now we talk about gut health, what you're eating. We talk about hormones and your immune system. Correct. Is there something like 
is, is there little tips that we can do in each in each of these that can maybe help us get started? Please, Absolutely. please tell us because I need Absolutely. it right now. <laughs> I was like starting again today because I made all the mistakes. I tried a bazillion different diets and lifestyle changes and I tried everything and I felt like, okay, if I had to do it over again today and if I can help others, um, one of the biggest things I would say is that what you can do is you can multitask your morning. So if you go and get your daylight, direct daylight, like I said, it doesn't need to be first thing in the morning. It could be like on your walk to the car or your walk to the office, or it could be just walking out your back door, but get like one to three minutes. And during that one to three minutes, you're, you're just standing there. So you might as well do your mindfulness. You could do like, um, it's called bagel stimulation. So there's a, a nerve from your brain that goes all the way down to your body. It is called the vagus nerve. It's the most powerful nerve in repair and uh, digestion. Um, it's wow. kind of called the mind-body connection is, is through the vagus nerve. Now we know that there's multiple different ways, but vagus nerve is probably the primary way. And how you relax the vagus, vagus nerve, it's simple things like taking a breath, but the exhale making it really long. Um, so you, you'll know in yoga and meditation, they always tell us to like do like a long exhale. And that's why also um, humming, this humming sound like ohm that has a hum in there that for some reason that like vibration in your throat actually uh, relaxes the, like stimulates the vagus nerve and makes your body relax. And so humming could be good. You could do prayer, mind, like, you know, gratitude is a great way. Um, just something that can get you out of your to-do list just for one to three minutes a day. And you get that light into your eyes that goes straight to your brain. So from the retina, it goes to your suprachiasmatic nucleus in your brain. And what it's doing is that it's telling your body, hey, it's daytime, start thinking. This is the time to metabolize. This is the time to do the work um, and you know, shut off all the nighttime processes. So everything works better when you get that input um, during the morning. So that's the first thing, the morning, very multitasking, um, go out, get some fresh air. Um, if it's through a window, open the window so you're not looking through the glass, okay? And just get it, do the breathing. That's the first thing. Second thing I would do is do the circadian fasting. What that means is, all it means is, hey, instead of eating or drinking wine late into the night, um, stop two to three hours before bed. Give your body a chance to repair and renew. It's like if someone woke you up in the middle of the night and asked you to do a complex math problem, you would first be angry, you wouldn't be able to do it. That's what happens to our bodies late into the evening and overnight, we're eating all kinds of hours and doing work at all kinds of hours. I mean, you know, it's, it's ruining that circadian pattern. And so what you wanna do is at least a few nights a week, say, hey, I'm gonna do an earlier dinner tonight. Maybe I take a break for 12, 13, 14 hours. So it could be easy as 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Or it could be like a 7, uh, 6 p.m. to 8 a.m., whatever. Something that stretches it out a little bit more because Americans or modern people are eating um, 15, 16 hours a day. So they're literally giving a body only eight hours to repair and renew. And that's just not enough on a chronic basis. Um, so those two things can make a marked difference. And then when you get good at it, you can start throwing in a fasted workout in the morning. That means that, you know, before you go ahead and have 
your breakfast, you might just go for a walk or you might do um, your workout in the morning. Uh, it gives your body the best chance to use up all that excess glucose in, um, in your body and maybe even dip into the stored glucose. We think that there's this biological process called metabolic switching that happens when you go for a long time without eating, say, uh, a meal, your body starts to use the sugar in your liver that's stored. And once it's done with the liver stores, say you're working out and the body's like, oh, I ran out of you know available sugar, it has to start to switch to using fat for fuel. And when it starts to switch to using fat for fuel, all these cool downstream changes start to happen. Um, and so we think that's the magic. That's like the magic switch that almost in the Western world, we almost never get into that zone. And it's, we don't know how to get into that zone. Like we can't measure when you're like, I can't say Chauncey has now gotten into the metabolic switching zone. We just know that if you can take a break from food from you know evening to morning and maybe use up some of that excess glucose both by sleeping and then working out in the morning, you have the best chance of kind of going to that zone. And so just the morning and evening routines um, can really change a lot. You can just start with that. Okay. Yeah, I love that because I always see those like memes on Instagram. I wish I had what people who work out at 7 a.m. have to yeah. work out. So maybe yeah. this is the helpful yeah. hint. If I can do this, I can, because I really want to be the person who works out in the morning, like early, like I want to work out before I start my day. So tomorrow I'm going to try it. Yes, it can I be, Chelsea, it can be 10 minutes. Like think that's this pressure that society puts on people to do like a 60, yes. you know, 45, you don't need that. In fact, 120 minutes of say nature-based exercise a week, um, which is not a lot, um, is the magic number really. So what is that? Okay. So 120 what a week? Minute. What is that? Minute. Minute. Like, so if I break like that 10, down, like, like so that's like two hours a week, hours? right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there, we can do that. There is no excuse. Yeah, like, like it really is it. <laughs> and I, I think what we always tell ourselves is like, if we, if we don't have a full like hour, if we can't do it all, then forget it. Like there's no point. But if you look at the centenarians, the blue zones, the places where people live the longest and healthiest and they're happy too. Um, what they, are those places? Those tell are us. like uh, the blue zones of the US. There's a, a place in Costa Rica, there's a place actually in the U.S., Loma Linda, Japan, um, uh, Italy. There's uh, a, a blue zone there. Um, so basically, they have a large number of centenarians, so 100 years older, older, and they note the, some of the things that seem to help them. And one of them is neat exercise. So what that stands for is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So they're not going to like a fitness class, you know, in those countries. What they're doing is they're walking, they're going to see their neighbor, like, you know, they're building in some activity in their day. So, you know, those things like, you know, taking the longest route, you know, walking from uh, your car even to wherever you're going, maybe you park farther away. These little, little non exercise activities really um, add up. So Chauncey, like you were saying, hey, maybe instead of doing like a full workout in the morning, I just say, I'm gonna go to walk around the block, you know? I could do that. I can yeah. totally do that, Dr. Yeah. I can do that. <laughs> do 
that for like three days, honestly. And to see how good your energy is, like just get that natural light into your body, not just through your eyes, but through your skin. And then yes. having um, just that little bit of a non-exercise activity thermogenesis is um, such a huge energy boost. Honestly, I think I'm gonna have to do that because when the pandemic started, my energy level was so, so, so low that I reached out to my primary physician. And then we did the whole test for, you know, everything that was going on and my vitamin D was so low. So like now I have to take vitamin D vitamins, you know, like taking those vitamins, but then I do try to make a, you know, throughout the day, I'm like, I should go outside. I'm so stuck on the blue screen that I forget. So if I can do like a 10 minute walk in the morning, just like walk around my like neighborhood. Do the mindfulness at the same time, yes. your breath work, and then you're done really with um, the main parts of the plan. And then it's just, uh, you know, choosing a healthy diet and circadian fasting, which are the other parts of it. Um, choosing a healthy diet, what I said is really what you want to concentrate on is on the fiber. Um, yes. You want to have like as much plant fiber as you can during the day. That might mean like, you know, adding some veggies to your breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yes. And I say um, there's four S's that if you're wondering like, okay, what should I have as my next meal? Or if you're even ordering out, you can use a mnemonic for four S's. It's soup, salad, smoothie, or scramble. And oh, I love all those things. If you kind of stick <laughs> with those four, you're going to make good decisions. I can totally great. do this. I can I can incorporate this in my life. Yeah, I, I feel like this. it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people try and make it super complicated, and it doesn't really need to be. This like, breakdown was like easy. Like yeah. this is manageable. It's so funny because everybody wants to hear about the exotic superfood from like um, you know Africa, but honestly, mm -hmm. it's not about you know eating those exotic superfoods every day. It's about making good decisions. I do talk about um, having spices every day in your life. One of the things I found out with you know, my nutrition background and medicine is that, wow, spices are like medicines. Um, mm -hmm. you know, turmeric, um, like is as strong as NSAIDs for arthritis, for example. And, yes. you know, cinnamon is as good as a diabetes medicine to lower your blood sugar. So, I mean, we should be using these free spices. You should be putting cinnamon and turmeric and cardamom and ginger and garlic on everything. Um, so that's, part, that. that's a big part of that. Um, it's medicinal, honestly. I know. Let's talk about a little bit about um, sleeping and sleeping habits. And I mean, oh my gosh, we can talk about this subject to death. Um, but really, like, just how important is it? And I mean, I think I really think that all of us have messed up sleeping habits. I'm not even. Yeah. <laughs> I went to bed at one last night. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, is that okay. Your when we get blue light, like you do and I do, um, your melatonin is delayed by 90 minutes every time you see bright blue oh. light. So that's overhead, um, you know, lighting from those fluorescent lights that you see at grocery stores and malls and um and by 90 minutes, like it takes your brain 90 minutes to get over like looking at your phone or watching TV or Wow. Well, damn, no wonder why. <laughs> I'm exhausted every <laughs> second of the day. Sleep at night, right? And yes. then, um, so what we do is we see blue lights, we eat in uh, late into the night. So our bodies are getting all these mixed signals. They're like, wait, is it day? Is it night? Because 
this girl is still going, she's still eating, she's still looking at these bright lights, like maybe she is on a plane and going somewhere, you know, it's like that jet lagged feeling. Um, And so your sleeping gets really disturbed. The other, you know, the biggest thing I say to people is like, if you protect your sleep, um, your nighttime routine, everything gets better, right? We know that when you get a good night's sleep, it's like the whole like day goes uh, is so much better. But that's the hard part is protecting your sleep. So here's the tips I give in the book. Turn off the blue lights, um, the TV and the computer. Now on your phone, you can put a yellow um, filter on there. Like iPhones, it's already built in. You can, it's called like night shift mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you can use that. You can wear blue light blocking glasses. And what I did is in my room, in my bedroom, um, I don't have any fluorescent lighting. It's very dim. It's like oh. the old incandescent bulbs um, that you can easily find. You don't need like harsh fluorescent lighting in your bedroom, right? So about two hours before bed, I start this process where I dim the lights I turn out the TVs and the computers and I can still be on my phone if I need to um, or read a book or whatever. And then that's the time I spend kind of planning for the next day, doing my skincare routine, um, you know, writing, anything that doesn't require the screens. And uh, that's what I try to do before bed. And then the phone is the last thing to go. I can't, I urge people to do as much as they can, but I think realistically 20 to 30 minutes makes the most sense to me. And it's kind of doable for people. So you put your phone down, maybe you go and do your skincare at that time, wash your face, get ready for bed, put on your pajamas. That's about 30 minutes right there. Um, And try not to have a lot of stimulating conversations on email by phone um, with others right before bed. Try to turn down the temperature So because one of the signals that our body has to fall asleep is a drop in body temperature. So if you can help your body drop that body temperature sooner and faster, um, so sleeping in a cold room is a great idea. That's why people take showers before bed, because for some people, it really helps their body like drop that body temperature after the shower. And so sleep in dark, cold, without a lot of stimulating conversations, and then just like you did the morning um, breath work, vagal stimulation, you do that again before bed and that kind of caps your day. Um, and that's kind of the nicest way to fall asleep. And it makes it, your sleep to... disturb. Everything's just different in your life and it takes I, a while to recover from it. It's like we're chronically jet lagged and we don't even realize it because we just think that that's, it's almost like the next movement, right? We used to eat all these processed foods and we used to think that that's how we're supposed to feel until somebody's like, no, actually you're eating all this like crap and you're not supposed to feel like this. And it's the same thing that we're starting to notice with circadian rhythms. Hey, like we live these crazy lives, but that's not how you're supposed to live. And actually, if you clean that up a little bit, you're gonna notice huge changes. in your health and your productivity. I mean, what company doesn't want to implement some of this stuff so that you can be like, you know, more on it during the weekdays? No, exactly. Okay. So let's go ahead and talk about like, what exactly? So I I feel like we we went over all the topics that are in the book, but you know, for those of us who haven't read it yet, what exactly am I going to be able to get out of it? Yeah. Um, Thanks. So the book is a comprehensive guide to how you should think, how you should eat, how you should move, um, the foods you should eat. There's like rest, there's a whole recipe section in the back. There's meal plans done for you, timings, um, so that 
you can really do a comprehensive head to toe change. Um, and it's, you can do it for two weeks and then you can do it for you know, long-term. And you can also expect to hear stories of people just like you. You can hear quizzes, uh, you can take quizzes to see. I took know. the quiz, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I took the quiz. No, that I was, was one of the first too. quiz. Um, gosh, I forget what it was, but it was like, if I really needed like to change that yeah. one big quiz in the, yeah. in the in the front, or it's like, if you scored under like 20 or something like uh -huh. that, you need this book. I scored 11, so. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay. 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 So basically I, like, I, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, I'm not ready for that judgment yet, but I need yeah. to take the quiz. Cause I know mine was like a five. Like I know it's low. Like, I know it's low. But no, no the quiz, like, I think the quiz is part of the book and the meal plan is the best because I need to know where I stand in life. We need to give ourselves an hour a day and it sounds so luxurious, but it's really not an hour a day to work out, to do the mindfulness, to plan our meals. Like everything we could do all of it in one hour a day we don't need like three hours of prep and four you know two hours of activity time it's really um a full every woman should be giving themselves one hour a day to tune up their bodies and their brains and that includes also like editing where you're spending your energy like why yes. are you giving your energy to that person who is bringing you down all the time they need someone in your life that, but you don't have to interact with them. You don't have to give them your energy and you don't have to receive their energy. I think when I understood that for the first time, I, it was so liberating. Okay, it doesn't matter if you see them and they're your coworker or they're your family member. It doesn't matter if you manage how you give them your energy and how much you receive from them, then you are free from them. Heather and I were just discussing like where my energy is this week. And like, honestly, like preach because- certain energies just take away your your good energy and that's not good for you you like you yeah. need to take, protect yourself okay so where can people find your book yeah and find and also find your instagram because i love yes. your instagram my instagram's um fasting md just f-a-s-t-i-n-g-m-d my book is i'm so effing tired and it's at i'm so effing tired.com i think this book is just a great addition to what we need to do to be and our own mental health or our wellness health and you know also just our personal lives to become a better person for not only for ourselves but for other people definitely yeah. well thank you so much for joining us dr amy uh go get her book let us know how it goes let her know how it goes what your takeaways Please. are yeah. and until next time we will talk to you later slay nation bye bye, bye.